The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Just gone 18 minutes past five and it seems as if uh, we're going to be continuing our conversation from yesterday. Joining us on the line now, Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Rolene, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Always good to speak to you. Well, another fatal terror attack, IDF and settlers clashing in Huwara, all the fallout from the Huwara riots. Over to you, Rolene. Tell us all about it. Well, let's unpack the terror attack that took sure. place just shortly uh, after we came off air yesterday. An American-Israeli, Ilal Garelis, was uh, driving very, very close to Jericho, which is uh, very close to the Dead Sea. He was in the country to attend a wedding. He was 20 years old, a graduate of Columbia and judging by the incredible eulogies that have come in from uh, members of his community back in Connecticut in the United States, uh, those who served with him in the army here, uh, those who went to school with him, his roommate, his friends, his rabbi, this was somebody much, much beloved when a Palestinian terrorist opened fire on him, killing him. Now, the terrorist is still at large, as is the terrorist who opened fire on the Yaniv brothers, killing them on Sunday. So this is the second terror attack in Israel in as many days. We know that his funeral will be tomorrow in Ranana. And we are expecting his uh, family flying in from Connecticut shortly. But um, <laughs> I, so, I don't know what to yeah. say anymore. It is mm-hmm. just, it's, it's absolutely distressing. Mm-hmm. And then again, yesterday afternoon and again today, riots breaking out in Huwara. Mm-hmm. These are settlers that uh, on Sunday night, uh, rioted burning 40 buildings and 15 cars. Yesterday they clashed with Israeli uh, uh, IDF, Israel Defense Forces, as well as police. One soldier saying that one of the settlers tried to ram him with his car, throwing rocks at our soldiers as well. The IDF chief of staff, Herzi Halevi, has said that he intends to conduct a thorough investigation into this. Last night, both President Herzog and Prime Minister Netanyahu condemning these attacks on Palestinians in Buara, saying this is not who we are. We do not exact acts of revenge. We have a military, a police force. Let them do their job in hunting down and arresting the the perpetrators, bringing them to justice. Uh, I've been very, very distressed over the last couple of days to see the amount of rhetoric that supports these actions doing the rounds of, on social media. Israel is a democracy. We have a military. We have a police. Anything outside of that, any kind of extrajudicial uh, um, acting, uh, vigilantism, anarchist-type action is exactly that. It's, it's, it's anarchy. That is not who we are, and attacking our soldiers who are trying to, on the one hand, maintain law and order, on the other hand, evacuate uh, Palestinians from these kind of, of rights while endangering their own lives uh, is, is, is just beyond belief at the moment. It's certainly good that Israel is uh, making its stance very clear.
in the internet, in the eyes of the international world as to, you know, where the country stands regarding such behavior, which incidentally is going to lead to a feel-good story we have later on. We're not going to give too much away on that, are we, Raleen? So we'll come to that a little later on. And next up, Avi Mohaz quitting the government. Now, what does this mean? Mm, so this was uh, quite an interesting development last night. This is Avi Maoz. He is the chairman of the far-right Noam party. He has come under a lot of criticism for homophobic comments that he has made in, in, in the past. He has come under fire for misogynistic comments that he has made in, in the past. And he's definitely uh, a character in um, the coalition that has antagonized uh, many across the country. So yesterday he handed in his resignation as a deputy minister in the Prime Minister's office to Prime Minister Netanyahu and uh, he said that, uh, and I'm going to read you from his letter, he says, I was shocked to find there was no serious intention of honouring the coalition deal regarding an authority of Jewish identity. Uh, he, he basically says that the that Netanyahu is not honouring the coalition agreement. However, he still intends to stay inside the coalition to ensure that the planned judicial overhaul goes through. Now, he was given the uh, portfolio of education minister, uh, which has resulted in many schools around the country refusing to cooperate with his ministry and act independently. So he's definitely somebody that has raised the hackles, mm -hmm. uh, not just of the left, because I know everybody or, or many people tend to go with the knee jerk, it's the leftist's reaction, mm -hmm. uh, but across the board as well. And um, uh, his resignation is seen as somewhat of a win for many who don't want to see these kind of uh, far-right elements within the Israeli government. Okay, let's get to that story of um, on, on a feel-good note. Israelis donating over one million shekels for Palestinian victims of the Huwara riots. Take us through that. Well, this is this is an, a, a really beautiful story. Now, bearing in mind that 22 Israeli uh, law experts have said that the settlers who were rioting on a Sunday night could, in fact, face charges for human rights crimes. Uh, the, the, this is not Israel. We don't burn people's property in um, in revenge. So yesterday, uh, a, a member of the Labour Party, Yaya Fink, launched a crowdfunding campaign saying that, you know, it, it is um, her belief, or rather his belief, uh, Yaya is a male, <laughs> that a little bit of light can really drive out the, uh, the darkness. And, and the goal was to reach about $30,000. Now, as of this morning, 6 a.m., the uh, GoFundMe page had raised over a million shekels. 
um, which is, I'm not even going to do the maths because my maths is absolutely <laughs> terrible, uh, and saying that, you know, um, seeing the horrifying footage, uh, you know, this is not who, who Israel is, and, and Israelis wanting to show that this is not a representative of, of who we are, that we cannot hold a village, a collective responsible for the terrorist acts of a few and very very moving images that Yaya posted on the crowdfunding page of IDF officers helping to evacuate Palestinians away from areas that were burning. Now there were some reports in the Hebrew media that stated that those who were rioting would not allow Palestinian firing rescue services close to the site and also clashed with Israeli fire and rescue services, uh, police and IDF, as well as journalists who were on the sea to to cover it. But um, Fink says, as a religious Jew myself, I felt that I could not be silent under, uh, under such circumstances. Um, with regards to the, the settlers writing, he says, they're creating a warped new Judaism and bearing mm. the name of the true one in, in vain. I came to the conclusion that I needed to raise a different Jewish Zionist Israeli voice. And uh, he says that um, the majority of Israelis don't accept such anarchists, but also cautioned that those who perpetrated it have very senior partners in the government. Now, there is an article in the Times of Israel written by Khaviv Retig Gur. He is one of Israel's most respected uh, political analysts. And um, he has written about what is possibly a, a very unenviable position for Netanyahu to be in at the moment because he says it's clear that Netanyahu has lost control of elements in his government and commented on how long it took um, Betzalel Smotrich and Itamar ben Gavir from Otsmer Yehudi who knew about the planned riots to condemn and to act accordingly. So uh, very, very difficult times ahead, mm-hmm. especially for Prime Minister Netanyahu who is going to want to try and keep his coalition together but has to rein in these elements of our government. Rolin, always a pleasure to chat to you. Thanks so much for breaking down exactly what's going on in the Middle East right now. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day and have a great evening, Rolene Marks.